This is Ein Yaakov. We are on page Reish Chavav in Arsvar, and this is Saita, the fifth parak. The Dafa corresponds to is Lamed Aleph, Amed Aleph. By the way, not, not a ton of people listen to this share on podcast yet. By the time the listeners listening right now listen, I'm sure there's going to be an enormous audience. But our audience is relatively small compared to our other shirim, and big in person, Baruch Hashem. Relatively small online. Um, and uh, I very rarely get comments, but every now and then somebody fills out the Q&A survey. And somebody sent in something on the Q&A survey who's not a member of our Hebra, somebody who lives far away and listens to it from somewhere, filled out, enjoy the shiurim, will you please announce the dapim? I have no idea where you are in Masech HaSetah. So I'm now announcing dapim. We are on daf, lamed aleph, lamed aleph, <laughs> in honor of the person who, who did, somebody, somebody wrote in feedback. It was amazing. Taner Darish Rabbi Yesi Aglili. Rabbi Yesi Aglili gave the following drasha. When the Yidden came up from the ocean, Nasnim Lamashira. They had a plan. Let's sing a song. What song did they sing? Oz Yashir. Right. Don't give away the ending. But yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding on them. Yes, they sang Oz Yashir. It's like a 3,000 year old spoiler. Ketzad Amru Shira. How exactly did they say the Shira? Now you might remember, last time we read this together, we read a different version of this question. We said back on page, uh, on page Reish Chafei. Right, how did they do it? Did they do it as a responsive thing? The di- different, different drasha now. Ketzadam Roshira, how did they say shira? New drasha. Eilal mutal birke imay, a baby who was sitting on his mother's lap. Tinek yenek mishte imay, a baby who was suckling from his mother. Kevin shurawas ashchinam, they saw the shchina, they saw the godly presence. At the sea, and then the little baby raised up his neck, and the little baby he spat out the uh, the nipple from his mouth. And they all started shouting So little babies started the song. The song began, or at least at least part of the shira was done by small children, and not by small children who like prepared themselves first. You had a baby relaxing on his mother's lap. You had another baby who was feeding from his mother, and they would stop what they were doing. They would spit out. They would stand up. They put up their necks and go and they would start singing. So the babies started singing. Shnemar, how do we know this? Here's the Pasuk. Does this one sound familiar? Man, this is the Pasuk of the year right now. From the mouths of babes. That's the way they translate it. From the mouths of children, of small children, have you established your strength? We're going to keep reading, then we're going to do commentary. Mayor used to say, How do I know that even babies in utero said Shira? So we said so far that toddlers who were sitting on their parents' laps, they straightened their necks and said Shira. We said infants who were suckling from their mothers, they spat out the nipple and said Shira. How do we know that even babies in utero were saying Shira? How do we know even them were saying, they were saying it? Shnamar, the Makhelis, Baruch In Makhelis, we blessed Hashem. Hashem mimkari Yisrael. Hashem from the mukar Yisrael. Now, if you know what mukar means, mukar has two meanings, right? Mukar can mean a source, mukar can also mean a uterus. So, Hashem mimkar Yisrael. That is, that we praised Hashem from the mukar Yisrael. Yisrael praised Hashem mimukar, from the uterus. So even when they were in the, when they were, they, were in the ru, they were in the womb, nonetheless, they were able to say shira. Ha, layichazu. The question the Gemara asks is, wait a second, how did they know what was going on? You can't see in there, it's dark. He answers, The mommy's bellies, they turned into a sheet of glass, not literally glass, they turned into a, a substance or a, a material that looked like glass, was see-through. You could see through the bellies, the babies in utero saw through the bellies of their mothers, they were able to look out, they saw what was going on, they saw the Shekhinah by the Yom and said, This is my God, and I will rejoice in him. So we have here now three babies doing this. We have the toddler on the lap, we have the baby suckling, and we have the in the, we have the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the what, what do I want to call it? The fetus. We have the fetus saying through the, <clears throat> through the belly. Okay. That's a lot of chassidus there. There's a lot of chassidus there. We're not going to do it, by the way. No. <laughs> We're going to do chassidus, but I'm not going down that. I'm not going down the road you want me to. I'm, I'm feeling rebellious tonight. Okay. First of all, there's a marshal. 
The Marsha just clarifies something that should... First, yeah, I'm coming from the Sicha share, although I, I, we keep on picking like non-Rashi Sicha, so I'm feeling spiritual. Um, not that Rashi Sicha is not spiritual. You make me get in trouble, Mendy. You make me get in trouble. Marsha, the Marsha says that uh, just drives home the, the end of this story. I think... I didn't get a chance to look back, but I'm pretty sure that this is Pashat and Shah, so I don't know why the Marsha points it out. Nonetheless, why were these babies saying Zekeli Manvu? Anybody remember? Because it's a direct revelation. Because when they were in the, when they were very... Oh, the, uh, that's right. So is, is, that, is that in Gemara itself, or is that just a Marsha that's so popular that's become like part of popular legend? I think, I think it's, it's in the Gemara itself. I think it's in the Gemara. So I don't know why the Marsha brings this, maybe just to remind us. I'm going to say, don't worry. I, I think the Marsha is just bringing it to remind us. These kids were the same kids who were previously sucked up by the ground. Remember, the Egyptians came and tried to plow uh, over them, and it didn't work. They were raised by Malachim. They were fed honey and things, uh, a clover, a thing of honey and a thing of, uh, I forget what they were fed, these two like big balls of something. Uh, Honey and Diet Coke, I believe, is the, is the way the Gemara says it. Honey and Diet Coke. And uh, the babies were fed by Hashem. And later on, they grew out of the ground literally like sprouts. They popped off the sprouts and came waddling home and said to their parents, we're here. And uh, these kids were raised by Hashem. Because these kids were raised by... Uh? Okay, I'm Pedro Shal if you want to look it up. These kids were... Whatever, these kids were... That, this question shows up. Uh, anyway, let me finish the idea, though. Uh, these babies did know Hashem. They'd, they'd met him before. They'd seen what he looks like. And since they'd seen what he looks like, when they saw that thing, the Shechina by the sea, they were the first ones to notice. Everybody goes, what is that? Hashem Yishmelchama? There's some sort, of a, some sort of thing here. I don't know exactly what God looked like, obviously. But God had an appearance. Malchus Datsilus reveals itself by the Yam. The average Yid had not seen this before and didn't know what to call it. The baby said, No, we know, we know who that is. That's the God who protected me. But I know. David asked it too. It's a good question. Hold on. Parrots asked it, excuse me, not David. Hold on. So. We're not doing sickness today. Don't come just Nicola. One thing at a time. So the just pointing out that when they said Zekeli Van Veu, they were referring to a God who they'd seen before. Now this would also explain why the babies had to start the process. Why weren't the parents comfortable starting the shira? And the answer is, they didn't know what they were looking at. That's the way the Marsha puts it. They didn't know what they were looking at. They see, they see God. They don't know what that is. First of all, it could be a Malach, could be Hashem. They don't know what it is. Even if they know what it is, they don't necessarily know what to call it. They don't know how to approach it. The kids go, what do you mean? That's Tati. That's the thing that raised me this whole time. Zekeli Van Veu. And they kicked off off the song because they gave approval to the parents. The Chidah has a similar take but a completely different approach. And when I say similar take but a completely different approach, the Chidah has the same question with a different answer. Uh, the Chidah also reads this Gemara as saying, and so maybe this is just the way to read it because the Marsha and the Chidah are both doing it, that the Gemara has a question here. Why are the babies the ones who start the song? And the Marsha's answer is because they knew what they were looking at. The Chidah is a different answer. Why are the babies starting the song? The Chidah says, the Malachim. Were the Malachim allowed to sing after the Egyptians drowned in the sea? What happened when the Malachim tried to sing? You remember? Oh, God got so angry. Do not sing. My children are drowning. Now, a classic question shows, but we actually had a whole shir on it here in Ein Yaakov ages ago. Uh, there's many approaches to why we were allowed to sing shira by the sea because the Malachim were not. The Malachim were not allowed to sing. Um, I, you know, I didn't give it here. I, gave it, I have a Parsha shir on it. Check my Parsha share and Parsha's Bishalach. Okay, I have a whole share with all the different shittas. Spotify, we can check it. Oh, I, I have all, it's, in the, it's in the Google Drive. Uh, where I have all the shittas. Now I remember where it is. Somebody just asked me where it is. Now I remember. Okay, it's in Parsha's Bishalach. In any event, uh, there, are, there, there are literally 20 different approaches that I found to why we were allowed to sing in the Malachim. We're not. However, says the Chidah, that regardless, for the, regardless of why, uh, the Yidin knew that they weren't supposed to sing because they saw the, they saw the Malachim weren't allowed to sing. They saw the Malachim got in trouble for singing. So the Yidin go, we better not say anything. Everybody quiet, shh, don't say anything. The kids started singing though. The kids recognized Hashem. They saw their babies singing. Now what babies sang? Toddlers? Toddlers can sing. A toddler sitting on the, on the parent's lap, they can sing. Can, uh, can, can, uh, can a nursing infant usually sing? 
Not usually. I mean, they can, back then they used to nurse up to two years, so maybe. Can a fetus sing? Fetuses don't usually sing. It's unconventional, to say the least, huh? We know that. Uh, through the belly button. I don't know, Levy. <laughs> they, but the, PA but, system. But they heard, yeah, they had a PA system. Is this thing on? Uh, they, they heard the fetus singing. What did that mean when a fetus was able to sing? They said, oh, clearly we're supposed to sing. If Hashem is making a miracle that allows little babies to sing songs, that means that Hashem wants us to sing too. Otherwise, he wouldn't have made such a miracle. This is an out there miracle that a baby can sing. And also, the babies are putting together words. They're doing good words. at Kaylee Van Veu. So says the Chida, the babies were the symbol to the adults that it was mutter. The adults wondered if maybe it was us or to sing. The Malachim weren't allowed to sing. Come the babies and start miraculously singing. They go, okay, God was the one who made them miracle sing. We're going to sing now too. And that's why they started singing. And that's the, the Chida reads this into the Pasuk. Yeah, we were that, only able to do eyes from the mouths of the children. But that doesn't explain why, the, because the Malachim Nazi could say, oh, the babies are singing, it's a miracle, which it doesn't The Malachim had already done this. The Malachim sang they were done. They got in trouble, period. We thought we weren't allowed to. Comes in the babies and sing by miracle, clearly we're allowed to. Okay, so that's a chidah. There are many sechas from the Rebbe about one of them we have actually beaten to death this year because it's become so applicable. I'll just say it outside very quickly that right before the Yom Kippur War, the Rebbe started pushing the idea of he mentioned it in many sikhas, he mentioned it in many letters, that he wanted children's rallies, that if children called out our enemies would be destroyed, and at the time we did not have any apparent enemies. We weren't in any particular state of danger, no more than usual, we just had our usual, our usual number of enemies, we didn't have any big ones on the horizon at the time, and the Rebbe is, is screaming the entire summer prior to the Yom Kippur War, I need children, because children, when they say from the mouths of small children, it destroys the enemy, we need them to destroy the enemy, and people kind of shrugged to each other and said, what enemy? But they sent the kids out, and on Yom Kippur, it was revealed exactly what the enemy was, and the Rebbe later on in the Sikh, immediately following Yom Kippur, said, I gave a prophecy and didn't know what prophecy I was giving. I didn't realize over the summer, said the Rebbe, that I was encouraging the children to beat down our enemies until I saw that on Yom Kippur, this would be the thing that would save all of us. So first of all, the Rebbe takes this idea very seriously in Gashmias, that small children, by singing, by praising Hashem, can help defeat our enemies. There's a Sikha that's a little less common, that I had not seen before. It's in Lakote Sechas in the Mayadim Sefer for Purim, the first Sechah there. I don't know where it is in regular Lakote Sechas, but uh, in, the, in the Mayadim volume, it's Purim 1. It's the first Purim 1. And there the Rebbe says that the when we get children together to Davin, it not just helps the Gashmias of the Yidin all around the world, it also helps the Rupnias, and it can help us avoid Averas. That my Averas, my Yitzhahara is easier to handle because there are children in Yisrael's class who are saying Shira. That's right. The two of you have, you have small Yitzhaharas because the Children are singing. Listen to this. What is the Indian of children singing, destroying the enemy? The Oyev Umisnakem, two kinds of enemies an enemy and an avenger. When a Yid accepts terror on himself, he wants to keep terror. He has two enemies. Every Yid has two enemies inside them. They have an Oyev and they have a Misnakem. They have an enemy. Uh, and they have a avenger. That is the Yitzhahar approaching them in two different ways. When it comes to the enemy inside us, that is our revealed enemy. I have a voice in my head that says, do things that are usher, don't do mitzvahs. I have that voice. So everybody has the straight up Yitzhahar, the direct one. It's all, as we get older, I think it's refreshing when that happens because it's so rare. That's the truth. I do not very frequently, I don't get it anymore so much. My, 
What? It really, it's refreshing. If you think about it, as adults, I think most of us very rarely get a straight-up Yitzhara that goes, hey, here's a sin, you should do it. No, Yitzhara goes, because of where you're holding right now and because of the nature of this Avera and because of this and because of that, we can explain why it's okay for you, but not generally. How often do you get like a straight-up Yitzhara anymore? It's, it, it's, it's child's play. Remember when you used to get straight-up Yitzharas? I miss those. Because uh, <laughs> I, miss, I miss the Oyev. I haven't had it in years. So we have an Oyev. But that's what Goliath says, hey, See, the, see this thing that's trafe? Eat it. See this Shabbos? Violate it. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a pushti, it's a hara, and I miss it. There is a misnakem. That's the one we deal with most of the time. Shumasteres kavanasav, vermelay shivater, rakmat mizer. It says, hey, look, compromise a little bit. Maybe if you do this Avera now, you'll have energy later for learning Terah. Maybe later on you'll do Tshuva. Maybe if you just give in a little bit now, you'll do a better mitzvah later. Hey, it's okay for you, but it's not, it's, but it's not okay for him. That one. Remember, you recognize that one? That's the grown-up one. That one we spend a lot of time with. That's called the misnakem. So we have an oyev, which is the real open yetzahara. We have misnakem, which is the come on yetzahara. We gotta destroy both of them. We gotta get rid of this Yitzhahara entirely. So it can't have an effect on Yidin, on any Yidin anywhere. The main way to get rid of this to help other Yidin around the world not have an Oyev, not have a Misnakem, not to have an open Yitzhahara or a concealed Yitzhahara is to have children in Cheder Davening. Children in Cheder Davening don't just protect soldiers overseas, which is absolutely necessary right now. They also are simultaneously removing our Yitzhaharas. They're helping us have the energy to conquer our Yitzhahara. The work that you're doing is helping me with my Yitzhahara. <coughs> I, just, I just shoved a Malamed for those listening at home. <laughs> yes? You say, is that for me only for other, meaning somebody the higher rank shouldn't do that there, but because I'm on lower level, I should What is this? That's what you were saying. Well, that's what, the, that's what Ms. Nakem says, of course. Uh, every time of the Yitzhahara that's not straight up doing Aveda is the Misnakem. And the Misnakem frequently, as the Rebbe likes to say, wears the, wears the silk kapata. Very often our Yitzhaharas wear silk. Uh, you have to, you, th- those are the tricky guys. But nonetheless, children destroy both. When a child davens, it destroys both. When the, when the children get involved, the Yiddish children get involved, they're able to yisad to oiz, they're able to help us stand strong, and yisad to give us a strong foundation of oiz and chesek shal teira, shem lemdim ten mekai mitzvah mitzvah tekef, shazem evatos oiv misnakem, this destroys both the oiv and the misnakem, and this doesn't just give us a nitzachin in a milchama gashmis, it absolutely does that, in addition to that, it also gives us a nitzachin in milchama ruchnis, which is that we'll be able to defeat our yitzahara. So another uh, dimension, in addition to the Rebbe's repeated call for children, to cry out in prayer in a way of helping soldiers and helping with the war and helping us survive enemies in Gashmias. Small children also, when they daven, helps us survive enemies in Ruchnias. So those who are encouraging small children to daven in their own homes, their own children, or at school where they work, or anywhere else, you should know that you're doing two things. You're protecting the Yid in Gashmias, and you're also protecting the Yid in Ruchnias, helping them. Okay, thank you all very much.